listening to a Bored to Death Mando cast, talking all things Star Wars in easily digestible chunks. Hello again, ladies and gentlemen, and other assorted gender assignations. Welcome back to the Bored to Death Mando cast. Where I, life finds a way. Yes, I am Jay, being joined by... Zeke. Chris. And... Rude. Yep, uh, Rode is back to join us for this, the conclusion of the Bat Batch. Uh, we've, we are a few weeks behind. Probably uh, five. Actually, closer to five. <laughs> we are going to have to talk about the previous couple of episodes uh, that we have watched, but we are catching up. We will be watching uh, episode 14, 15, and 16 tonight. Uh, I say tonight, but... Uh, but we will also talk about episodes 12 and 13, Rescue on Ryloth and Infested, just to sort of cover our bases a bit before we conclude the show. And the binge cat is uh, playing the binge again. The cat entered the hole that should not be entered, rolled around, yep. and that was all that noise you just heard. Yep, cats like to do cat things. Um, but yeah, Bad Batch has been has been very, very good. Bad Batch was you got, way you, beyond better than I thought it was going to be. You geeked out so hard when Chopper showed up. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I was so happy for Chopper. The second, the se- but the thing is that you didn't recognize him immediately. I, I was did. like, wait, is that? And then it wasn't until the whop, 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 whop. <laughs> that's when I was like, yeah, that's Chopper. Oh, but, yeah. And, and, and finally realized that this is a second version of Chopper. There was a first version of Chopper Technically. Technically, this was the first version of Chopper. Well, um, now in um, the last episode of the Rebels, Rebel, not Rebels, Clone Wars, Clone Wars, one of the Astromechs was the very first version of Chopper. Hmm. Well, yeah, like uh, you, okay. if you look at Chopper, you kind of look at him like, are you made out of spare parts, buddy? Yeah, Answer, he, yes. He, he's been put back together. So second version of Chopper is the put back together version mm-hmm. of the one that was actually, actually did make it out of the crash, yeah. but was so badly damaged and was just put back together. Yeah. Um, but where we left off with the Mando cast, we, we had watched uh, Devil's Deal where we... Uh, First, when we got came to Ryloth, met a young Harrison Dula and Chopper, and uh, the Bad Batch were sort of only briefly there as they dropped off weapon supplies for the uh, Twi'lek rebels or resistance, I should say. Resistance. And then because uh, they are because they are French, so they are la resistance. <laughs> Just with funny headpieces. Wait. That's what they had back then. Yes. Um, Holy crap, they really are French. But episode 12, Rescue on Ryloth, sort of picked up where the previous episode had left off with Hera's parents having been captured by the Empire uh, with with plans on making an example of them sort of thing. And Hera escaping, and in episode 12, she reaches out to the Bad Batch to to ask for their help to rescue uh, rescue her parents. And... You also have the subplot of the uh, the other stormtrooper who was not all stormtroopers. Yeah, that's yeah. Not all not all stormtroopers are as gung ho about order six about the order sixty six. Good soldiers follow orders. 
programming. Wait, did you say stormtroopers or clone troopers? I meant clone troopers. I was going to say. Now, the thing about it is, from what I understand from what they've already showed here in the Bad Batch, anyone who had a serious head injury had potential of having the chip damaged. Yep. The chips were not very well done because, for one, the Caminos did not like having anything implanted in their clothes. Yeah, the Caminos weren't exactly a big fan of the no, chips. They were, the, that was the one thing they didn't like truly do right. They were put in them, but mm-hmm. it was not with the same precision and care that they liked doing with the clothes. Well, yeah, and anything that's not biologically part of the of the process. Clo- of the process is going to be susceptible to damage in that sort of respect. Well, granted, the, even the biological stuff is susceptible to damage, but it's essentially like a third third party or or like an aftermarket part has been installed. You've voided the warranty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah kind of thing. <clears throat> but yeah, but at the same time we saw while he didn't really want to go along with the uh, orders from the Empire, uh, we saw there were several other clone take troopers. These and shove it. <laughs> yeah, well, you saw there were several other clone troopers when he basically asked them to, basically said to them, "This isn't right." You saw there were a bunch of others that threw down their weapons also that didn't that didn't go right. along with it. I, because I, so I don't know that it's necessarily head injury. I think it might just be the programming doesn't always take hold to the same extent on everybody. Maybe it has something to do with how old. Maybe it has something to do with how old the clone is. Like the older clones maybe aren't as aren't as susceptible to it. That is a possibility as well. Um, But yeah, we also we had another brief moment where we almost saw uh, Bad Batch versus Crosshairs Elite Squad again. Uh, but no, we didn't get that actual showdown just yet. But speaking of crosshairs, there's a uh, moment in the second to last episode of the, well, the first part of the two-parter uh, season finale. Crosshairs reveals something about himself that I was just like, oh shit! So now when he gets to that part, I'm gonna immediately look over at the two of you to <laughs> see y'all's reactions. Yeah, because of uh, the four of us here. Rode and I have not seen any of these last three last three episodes. Um, I cheated. Yeah, Chris <laughs> well, cheated. That's fine. Yeah, Chris. life finds a way. I live in a basement solo most of the day, so I can watch whatever I want. And well, Destiny. I, not this. Not necessarily me playing video games. It's more just I want to try to hold off and watch this stuff for the for the binge cast. And because it's been, we're a few weeks behind on this. It's just. Uh, you know, Zeke and I did catch up with uh, 12 and 13 uh, with the intent of basically talking about it when we next got back on t- to it, and we just then it went another like three weeks. Then you just <laughs> invited me over to round it out. I was like, okay, cool. So I didn't watch the last three, and I was like, all right, I'm here, I'm ready, let's do this. Well, let's be honest, you know, Jay and Zeke are not a two man show. We tend to feed off other people. That's yeah, we we, we yeah Zeke and I really do need a third person there to do to to bounce off of. Not that we are capable of doing a short cast now and then, like we did for uh, uh, Has Been Hotel and Hell of a Boss and the Gilded Guy animations and uh, our Bofuri rap cast. <laughs> 
Um, no, Fire Force, we had more people here besides just the two of us. But now, anyway. ma- now imagine trying to do a whole season of a TV, of a, uh, TV show by yourself. Like I did. Yeah. Um, it's your own fault. I wanted to join you, but you kept doing it at strange hours. Yeah, whenever because, it was well, at work. Remember, Chris, <laughs> Chris, Chris is like the only one, he is like the only one of the, us that doesn't have a set schedule from week to week. Nope. And even when he does know what his schedule is in advance, he gets called in because another person quit or called out. Or in the case <laughs> of last night. so damn reliable. Or, yeah. or, or in the case of last night, cut the fingertip off. Oof. What the hell? Was it the fall deep fly? Freeze No, no. Oh. Uh, um, I'll tell y'all afterwards. <laughs> you know, when somebody says they want lady fingers, they don't mean. The bad thing is that it was a woman who cut. <laughs> I was just trying to make a joke. Oh God, you just made it so much worse. Anyway, uh, bad batch. But rescue and Ryloth, we you know the Sindulas managed to uh, were bro- were broken out. They so they can continue to manage the. Twilight uh, resistance, resistance. Uh, and Hera. We know we knew what she was going to get out okay because she ends up uh, captaining the ghost uh, by the time Rebels comes along. Um, now I want a, uh, a spinoff for uh, Hera. I kind of want to see that too. Like in the time between like Bad Batch and Rebels, see her sort of coming up in the growing up. in the growing Rebel alliance. I mean, I, honestly, I would. There's so many characters I would love to see how they got to where they are when they finally get in an so animated again. form. Because there are plenty of like comics and, yeah, and yeah. sundry so, I mean, novels out there that Paris, cover some Paris of this stuff. Story would be extremely good, mm-hmm. and how she ends up meeting up with everyone else. Because I'm just like, I still can't see how this entire group. Gets together for mm-hmm. rebels. Um, it just, but who knows? There's a story there. Season two, of, season two of Bad Batch could show us more of that. So Maybe that's they brought Firefly. <laughs> Movie. Oh, I'm sorry, Swanee. In that case, because you know, I'm a leaf on the wind. <laughs> too, too Don't do that to me. It's <laughs> too early. Too, uh, too early. Uh, two uh, actually in the army together. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mal and Zoe. And then uh, the third one that like explosives. He was he was just a, he was just a merc that uh, they offered they made a better offer to. The, <laughs> it's uh, like we'll give you your own bunk. <laughs> uh, the engineer was basically turned on by engines and turned out to be a, knew more about engines than than than, best, they, than the guy that they actually had. Yeah. And Wash just basically showed up one day. I was like, yeah, okay. I'll and he had that it. weird mustache too. <laughs> And a Hawaiian uh, shirt. Oh, uh, he's always had those. <laughs> that, that's how your that's but, how your, your and, rebel team was formed. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, again, God wash. Ah, <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> anyway, um, but then infested. Well, with infested with the name the name of the episode, you knew there were going to be bugs. It's just always. the second the second I mean, you see a name like title infested, like that, it's going to be it, it, just. You gave away the whole thing. Yeah, they want they want they want to do a Starship Troopers show. Oh, so bad, so so bad. <laughs> I would like to know more. <laughs> I just set road off again. <laughs> anyway, um, but infested. You know, we saw that Sid has some actual, somewhat redeeming qualities. She's still not a nice person, but you know, 
wanted, you know, she needed the Batch's help and, you know, wanted to do right by them. She's like, you want, you kind of want me in charge around here and not this guy. Which scared me. Yes. Because every time we get a character off where they start redeeming themselves, in get killed. In the Star Wars universe, redemption equals death. And so is yep. also not having a helmet. All, that's also true in the Star, Starship Troopers universe. And Gears of War universe. He had his brain sucked out. No, I'm thinking about the guy that died in live fire training. <laughs> Took the helmet off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is what you don't do. Yeah, don't take the helmet off in a live fire situation. <laughs> but, right. um, but yeah, like, redemption equals death in the Star Wars universe. We saw, we saw that with Vader. You know, he finally he finally got his uh, he finally redeemed himself and turned back to the light, and then yeah, dead. <laughs> we saw that with um, uh, Ben Solo. You know, he finally went through his redemption arc, turned back to the light, and died. dead. Which is weird because I was just when he died, I was just like, wait a minute, he. I don't remember him getting like okay, yeah, sure, he got stabbed at one point in time, and then Ray used the force healing shit on him, but. He then gave like his force powers or whatever to he, help he her, used, and gave too he much. He used all of his force and basically life to heal her, and uh, yeah, use uh, the force, become oh, one with the so force. So she, she watched Bleach and then failed to pull the sword out in time. Yep, uh, sure, we'll go with that. Yeah, that makes about as much sense as the map says. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we've and there have been a few other examples along the way. Like the only one I can really th- think of from animated fair that hasn't that didn't go through that same thing was what's his name from Rebels, Mutton Chops. Uh, yeah, you know from season one who was like yeah. the main the main like antagonist that was chasing them. The guy who was voiced by Wolverine. Yeah, Trace McNeil. No, um, like the Imperial officer who uh, <laughs> th- that. Um, before the before the inquisitors show up and just yeah, say, yeah the one the guy who had like the he, he, the, the, side, guy, the side he didn't have serious mutton chops the mutton chops no no he's, he's I thought I thought Zeke said the guy who voiced Wolverine yeah, I thought he was talking about someone the crew but now he's talking about now yeah. Um, yeah, those mutton chops were real yeah because uh, he went through a redemption arc you know he yeah. t- he turned he basically realized the empire's kind of shitty yeah. And then he started. In, no, they he, had cookies, but they were raisin cookies. Oh no! Even more. The true sign of the dark side there, <laughs> and no milk. Oh no! <laughs> really? Are we are we really going that route? Yes. Oh wow! You guys are evil. I mean, Luke Skywalker drank milk, blue milk, blue milk, and also the green the green milk on uh, what on the planet in the sequels. Bah. He drank milk. Oh. That's a sign. That's a sign of. That's a sign oh. of the light. And the side. worst part is that that creature looked over at Ray like, whatever. He does this every day. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I got a spare nipple. <laughs> you want some? <laughs> um, but yeah. So Sid, I'm yeah, I'm somewhat concerned that she's gonna bite it at some point. And Zeke actually, as we were watching it again, taking it back to Firefly, he, you know, he fears that she's that. Uh, crosshair in the Empire, especially since uh, after uh, the events of uh, the events on Ryloth, Crosshair was basically told by uh, Admiral Rampart, you know, was given permission by Admiral Rampart to do whatever it takes to take the Bad Batch down. And if, and in Serenity, what did the operative do to try to flush 
uh, flush Mal and the crew out out into the open. So down every th- I I I'm like he, he burned like all of their safe. My ports. favorite my most favorite line ever from the whole any movie ever. If you hunt your koi, leave no home for your koi to go to. Oh, something like that. Yes. If your core, if your quarry goes to ground, leave no ground for them to go to. Best line. It's just, it's a, sh- a sign of how ruthless the operative was, and Crosshair is that ruthless. We have seen that time and again, you know, especially with all of his "let's commit a war crime" moments. <laughs> well, hey, it's just like you know what? Because I have all the guns and you don't. I'm gonna have some fun. Yeah. It's like, um, you see your escape ship right there? Ain't escaping no more. So, yeah, it's po- it, it's possible that Crosshair might just track them to Ord Mantell, because that's where they where Sid is located, I believe, and just burn burn down her bar and everyone in it, Inclu- you know, including Sid and those two guys. The problem with that, though, is that I, th- I, th- I really think Sid would somehow be able to reason her way out of it. It's po- well, no. If it were any, if it weren't crosshair, she might be able to weasel out of it, like turn turn informant on the batch or whatever. But, but it's we're but, talking but we're, we're talking about crosshair, who has shown that he is perfectly willing to execute any enemy of the empire, and if you help out the batch, he's going to see you as an enemy. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Now, now, no, now he up. might leave. You know who crosshair actually reminds me of who. Agent Smith. Oh God, yes. He, Mr. He, Anderson. He really, really reminds me of Agent Smith for some damn reason. I just keep expecting him to like, yeah, come out. It's the smell. <laughs> if there is such I a thing. I can't stand it. It permeates everywhere. <laughs> I feel saturated by it. But, um, yeah. I think... Crosshair would probably keep her alive long enough for her to sort of call the batch in for some reason to lay an ambush, and, and then, then as soon awesome. as as soon as yeah as soon as uh, he, as soon as the comms are cut, he'll 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 shoot her just like the operative did to Mister Universe. Ah, I yeah. think she I think she's gonna play some major part to make uh, a <clears throat> mega kind of sink into a hole. Well, look at the look at the thumbnail on uh, episode fourteen. Omega looks kind of mad. Again, yeah, she's not mad. Again, she's I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to more of Omega, so yeah. we can see how this leads up to the book of Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Honestly, I'm, you know, I'm you 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 had just mentioned that before we started recording that she is supposedly going to be in Book of Boba Fett, and while part of me wants to see that, at the same time, I'm like, I don't. At the same, because I want there to be some mystery about this. That's one of the things I like about the Bad Batch, is that we are fo- not always necessarily focusing on all these characters we know are going to make make it through okay. Like anytime we see Rex or uh, or Hera, we know they're going to make it out okay. Right. But everybody else, every member of the Batch, is open season. That's what makes it so good. No prequels. It's like we happen. don't know yeah. what's going to happen to most of these characters. It is the journey that makes it so good. Yep, and yeah, I you know having that kind of thing where it's like we don't we know 
some of the destinations, but there is so much of a journey that we could take there. And not all of the passengers on that journey are going to make it. <laughs> My God, we're suddenly talking Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, if we're going to talk Suicide Squad, that's a separate binge cast. Because, <laughs> you know, that will turn into a ramble cast real quick. And already we're going, we're going long into this thing. But well, it's five episodes. We're going to go long. Well, three, three episodes, three three episodes that, we're, that we're watching, but we had to talk about the previous two. Um, but n- this episode we're covering... Uh, 14, 15, and 16. Uh, 14 is titled War Mantle. After receiving a mysterious distress call, the batch tracks it to a secret facility. And then 15 and 16 are titled Return to Camino and Camino Lost, which is ominous. But they both have the same uh, description. The bad batch find themselves in unexpected territory in this thrilling finale. Wow. And considering I know the history of all of this... Of Camino, Yeah. Yeah, I'm already not feeling very good about how Well, we knew that bad. Rampart wants to move away from using the clones. Right. What and better way to basically force them to go to conscripted soldiers and volunteers than to burn it all to the ground? Yeah, it... And especially because War Mantle, the title of uh, the first episode we're binging tonight... <clears throat> We know is the name of whatever project that Rampart has been working on. The worst part about it, I'm about to say things, but I, I can't say things. So like, oh, don't wait, say them, because no, Rogue and I don't know. That's the thing, like, my brain's like going through the process before I say anything. Like, was this this episode or that episode? Oh, 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 it was that episode. I can't say anything now. All I need to do is just hear certain words, and I will already know where they're going. And certain, yeah, going certain, that certain route, I'll be like, well played. Yeah. Well played. It's like asshole and mean and fucking hell, but it's so well it's to, basically to use an example that I that I would understand. It's like with uh, Sherlock Holmes game of Sha- game of uh, shadows when uh, Mycroft mentions that he's going to have to go to a peace to a uh, peace talk at Reichenbach. As soon as he mentions Reichenbach, and it's just a sort of offhanded mention, you're just like they're going to end up at Reichenbach. And Holmes and Holmes and Moriarty are going to go over the falls. There you you go. know it's going to happen the second that they get the, the, that they get name dropped. Yep. Just and, and just to keep it in the Star Wars universe, yeah. all I have to do is say. <sighs> no, I'm not going to say. Okay. <laughs> you don't want to go. I don't want. I don't want. You re- don't want the PTSD. <laughs> I don't want the. I don't want to revisit this whole. It'll trigger you all over again. All right. Because damn it. Somebody had to make it out of there. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, we've got three episodes to binge through, uh, and then we'll move into the rap cast portion of the, of all of this. Um, we'll pr- then we'll presumably be able to talk about where we think this might lead to in the future. Any potential tie-ins with Mandalorian or, or, Bo- or Book of Boba Fett. Or if there is a future. This is true. I don't know if they've announced a season two. Yeah, they did. Oh, they did. Okay. Wow. So some, at least I, I, I at least one or two I members of the batch are going to make it out. Of, I literally make it out. tried not to make. Sh- I tried to make sure I didn't uh, spoil anything. You know, now that I think about it, I, I think I did. I see. turned off my brain. For yeah. I've avoided the usual like reactor YouTube channels that I go to to watch this sort of thing because it's like I haven't seen the episodes yet. And I think I did see a thing about a season two of Bad Batch, and I'm like, eh, I kind of would prefer if they wait until af- until at least a week after the last episode before you announce that sort of thing. But hey, uh, I'm not the one in charge of that sort of thing. Yeah. 
But yeah, so three episodes to binge. Uh, so we'll be back after the binge. Hey, while we're watching this episode, you should go ahead and toss us a like and subscribe. If you want to reach out, do it via our social media on Facebook or Twitter at BTD underscore BingeCast. The Bored to Death Clan is part of the CKCC Radio Podcast Tribe, including Jay Bunny's Music Hub, The Race Nerd Podcast, Real Paranormal Talk, Ranking Tracks, Motivational Moves, Park Hop 101, and The Nerd Table. Imperial credits may not be worth much, but remember to support CKCC Radio on Patreon. I have spoken. And we're back. So... Yeah, that was definitely, uh, so War Mantle, we get introduced to an, uh, another reg that's different, and as soon as, uh, well, we see him basically uh, getting chased through a, through a jungle, or forest at least. Yeah, by the dogs from uh, Predators. <laughs> <laughs> and... Then the then the batch gets contacted by Rex. He's who's basically like, "Hey, I've got a buddy who sent me a distress call. I'm kind of busy at the moment. Could you go help him?" And so I got a guy. I know a guy who needs help. Basically, and as soon as he said that, I was like, "Okay, this is either Wolf or Gregor," and I was pretty sure it was gonna be it was gonna be Wolf. Uh, turns turns out like Gregor. Yeah, turns out it was Gregor. Um, not McGregor. No. Uh, but when the batch gets there and Hunter was at first against, well, Hunter and Tech were both kind of against heading to, for a rescue because they were running a job for Sid. If they don't do a job for Sid, they don't get paid, which means no food. You know, which means yeah. that Sid, or which means that, uh, Omega... And Wrecker can't enjoy those popcorn candy things that they eat. <laughs> well, because they keep running up a tab on those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but they do. Uh, but they go do the do the rescue mission anyway, and they find a big hidden Imperial base inside a mountain, where the they are essentially using clones to train stormtroopers. Yeah, and just so you know, it was. Only 500 of them. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, that was the last 500 left of the of clones. All the clones. Mm-hmm. And, well, we don't know, we didn't know you that don't at the know time. That at the time, at the time but, but we're basically. Actually, that is the case. And when point. you consider that the, that the episode was titled War Mantle, which was the name of Admiral Rampart's uh, project that he. Uh, was told to implement by Tarkin. This is basically what uh, War Mantle is. They're yeah. using the clones to train up the stormtroopers, and then once they've got enough stormtroopers, execute the clones. Basically, and Gregor, for reasons that aren't entirely clear, he's basically like, "Yeah, no, I'm I'm out." And then they caught him. <laughs> so, yeah. but uh, the the actual War Mantle. And canon was... Is this old canon or new canon? This is... Uh, Star Wars Legends? Legends. Legends canon. But it still carries over into this. Well... Because they're still following the same pattern. Well, it's it's more that... It's more that Filoni and Favreau are like... Okay, we like this, and we like this, and we like this. (laughs) Broad strokes. Basically, all the... 
all the legends that we actually wanted, he's finding a way to pull into like this. Thrawn. And it's it's, it's he, Thrawn was the biggest one. Oh yeah. Thrawn was just like the candy that everyone needed in their life. Cannot wait to figure out what they're going to be doing I, with him I, in I, the I, future Star Wars projects. Oh my yeah. god. Cough, cough, Ahsoka. Yeah. He must be the big bad. He's, but, the, he's the Thanos of the of Star Wars, Wars universe. Come on. <laughs> in terms of War Battle, the actual program was you would have a clone trooper training a, a set of 100. Once his training was done, the 100 would kill him, and they, they would tr- each one of them would train 100. And this was how the mantle passed from okay. the clones to the stormtroopers. Well, clearly that didn't work out very well because the stormtroopers couldn't aim for shit. Well, I mean, come on. Well, I mean, well, it's more that they can't aim if they're shooting at main characters. It's the basic thing. No, 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 no. Well, the, the thing about it is uh, the, st- the clones had a special basic ability bred into them, so their ability to shoot under any condition is a natural thing for them. You're talking about specifically designed professional bits in these against normal people. Trying to take essentially inbred talent and trying to teach it. Right. And again, the blasters rifles that they were using kick. All of these things kick. Yeah. Basic recoil. Yeah. And you're you're basically trying because you're shooting fight. ionized gas, and that's still yeah, going to happen. You're trying to fight against others who are using the same thing. Nobody really can shoot straight with these things. So, this but is, they're effective. So this was something that I I kind of like was reading on like trivia and stuff like that for the uh, episode um, off of IMDb. And one of the things it says is the TK troopers are being trained by clone commandos in the Legends community continuity. Republic Commando novels by Karen Travis, part of the Commando's backstory was that they had been trained from birth on Kamino by a Mandalorian handpicked by Jango Fett. Okay. So, it's still it's still sort of the passing the mantle down. Still passing the um, mantle down. Now, do, now, remember what I had pointed out earlier? Another thing that I had read about the design of the Stormtrooper outfits they were yeah, wearing? Yeah, that, that the... That they more resemble Stormtrooper armor without quite yet being there. Well, no, that they were based off the early concept art. That was the original artwork. Yeah, done by Ralph McQuarrie back in the 70s. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's what the Stormtrooper armor was supposed to look like before they were probably like, yeah, we can't make this. Yeah. Um, this, this is and went with something cheaper. Kind of like the Empire did. It, it's, it's really bad, too, because if you go back and you watch the, just the beginning of the first Star Wars film when the Stormtroopers are actually running down the hallway after gunning down all the uh, the Rebels, and you look at just the back leg armor that they have, you could see it opening and closing as they're running. Yeah. They went with the... They went... The they went with the cheaper design for the sh- for the movie, which kind of reflects how the Empire works. They got rid of the cl- they got rid of the Kaminoans and the right. and the clone troopers who were too expensive, and what, went with what I always went with like conscripts and volunteers instead. <laughs> after watching uh, the series Chernobyl, mm. what was said at the very end fits no matter where. What? Why did this happen? Why else does yeah. it ever why, 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 do, uh, why do our reactors have, have this instead of this? Because it's cheaper. It's cheaper. <laughs> Literally, that's 
the whole thing. And, we, and I mean, when, when it comes down to it, Tarkin actually states this outright. It is cheaper for us to just gather from all the areas that we now control than spend all this money on one clone and having to do it for multitudes. Mm-hmm. We can save all that money for other purposes. And like, that's the whole idea. And you know what he's what he's trying to save all that money for? The Death Star. The Death exactly. Star. <laughs> but they forgot the budget for making sure there wasn't a small holes on the ship. Well, no, no, no. That was well, actual a design flaw built into it by the designer by by Galen Urso. It, it's he funny because it on purpose because they they pointed that out in the uh, the Family Guy episode Blue Harvest where there was just like so uh, yeah it's just you know there's a small exhaust port out there. He's like wait what is that supposed to be a design? He's like what is that supposed to be? He's like oh nothing we can just board it up, <laughs> which is what they ended up doing and uh, you know or what was the intent with uh, Death Star Two. <laughs> Yeah, but they but still found Death a way. Star 2, well, that's because Death Star finished. 2 wasn't finished. But they had removed that exhaust port from they, the plans. They put plywood there. It's fine. We, we learned from our mistake. We will not have that port open. Yeah. Yeah, about yeah. that. It would help if you actually finished the damn project before boarding it. It's like, we, fi- we, we patched up this hole. Meanwhile, half the thing isn't built yet. <laughs> but, uh, but were they... I'm trying to figure this out, so... They were during the big shootout between the clones and the stormtroopers. Uh, after they had rescued um, Gregor, Gregor, uh, they were they all their weapons were essentially on stun while the stormtroopers were using their were shooting to kill. Oh, yeah. thank God! Someone else knows that besides me. Because I was just like well, I noticed. It. I was like, do they think that those are other clones? Yes, they were still well, under the impression they were fighting clones. They until... did find out that when they pulled the the helmet off of one that right. no, because. That was after they rescued, but yeah, it was after they rescued Gregor, they were still shooting to stun rather than to kill. Well, right. Even after they realized there was a clone, there was they were clones, they were still not shooting to kill. Yeah, they, they kept firing, they kept firing stuns all the way through, only because, again, these are, they were human beings, they were like, they don't know any better. And the bat, you know, and because the writing dictated that the, that the Bad Batch needed to maintain the moral high ground. By did. not killing they, as they, much they, as possible. They maintained the moral high ground. They were doing mm-hmm. everything they could <clears throat> to not hurt anybody but to escape. Yeah. That was their purpose. Trying to minim- are, minimize we, casualties. We are trying to escape. That's it. And they did so. They were mm-hmm. trying to get that rare... Well, when you say they did so, uh, the Batch and Gregor got away, but you know, Hunter, Hunter ended up taking a fall... And ended up getting captured. Sorry. And Crosshair shows up and is just sort of like, asshole. <laughs> yeah, cro- no, Hunter said Hunter's more like asshole to uh, to Crosshair. Crosshair's like, you're coming, sorry, with, you're coming with me. Anytime Crosshair just appears on the scene, all I hear is just chanting of asshole, asshole, major asshole. <laughs> I'm surrounded by assholes. Yes. How many yes, assholes we got on this ship? Anyhow, and the whole He's bridge right crew there. stands Yo! up. <laughs> But um, but that led into the two part finale, uh, where they returned to Camino. Oh God, I couldn't take that. Yeah, because Road, being more savvy on Legends uh, continuity and some of the newer canon, uh, it's just it, sort of like, no, I, I know what's happening. It's coming. I knew exactly where they were going, and I did not like it. Well, and 
when they arrive, when Hunter is brought to Kamino, we're you know we see that they're base the Empire is basically stripping. Yeah, every, they're Hunt, taking Hunt, everything that isn't Hunter nailed down. Hunter notices right off the bat. Okay, where it's are all the regs? Buried in here. Where is the regs? Where are the Kaminoans? Where, where are the Kaminoans? Yeah, and. Of course, you know, Crosshair just blows it off. Don't even worry Crosshair's about like, that. don't worry, don't worry about that. Right, and again, it's at this time, uh, I had already picked up what had ha- already happened. This happened before they got there. But you actually see the beginnings of it when they lead the head scientist away. Nala say, yeah. And you see the two soldiers stay behind with the Prime Minister. They actually executed the Prime Minister on the spot. Uh, yeah, I got that impression real quick. All the comedians, they took them down to the lower levels and executed all. Um, Except for a they, few key scientists. No, no. One. Just the now only say? scientist that got out, the only comedian that lives is her. At least, according to the continuity that you're familiar with. No, no, even with, in this. We don't know that for for certain. We know that she made it out okay. That's until the, until season two, a bad batch comes out and shows there are a few other Kaminoans that survived, or well, or or until they say well she's I mean, the only one based left. On, based on what they did here, because even they said the only one we want is her. Okay, that's it. Because she was like the chief scientist, right? She's the one who basically designed how everything went. And that's the only one they wanted. Mm-hmm. Everybody it, else was surplus. Two, were uh, surplus two requirements. A medic I can use. A uh, diplomat I cannot. It was right. a scientist I can use. A politician I cannot. Yeah. Right, and that was the start. But he he was already prepping to do so. Yeah. And the sad part about it is, if they had just a little bit more time, they would have at least gotten. The young clothes to safety, but they caught her before she could get them out to safety. And yep. literally, what actually ends up happening is all the clothes they had got, they had been sending clothes back mm-hmm. to Camino for supposedly the operation of War Mantle. No, they had taken just the 500. And they were the ones doing the training elsewhere. Every one of the clones who came back for supposedly to help train were taken to the lower levels and gas. Well, those canisters. You just see, in case the Nazi comparisons weren't weren't enough. <laughs> yeah. So those canisters you see them moving around. Um, actually, from the books were the gas canisters they were leading down to um, the lower levels to gas the rest of the others. Nova 6. <laughs> now, could you imagine how much darker the last two episodes would have been if we saw the bodies? Oh. I, I, it was I, already I, dark I was, as it was. I was really yeah. hoping that I would not see any bodies because I that, was, that would have just been like really breaking for me because, oh, yeah. again, even reading it in the books mm. was kind of... To it's me. almost as if the the empire are because, horrible, again, horrible people. I know, right? I, I thought they were really nice to begin with. Yeah, <laughs> to I, begin I, with, yeah, they'll smile at you while they're hiding the knife. 
But a, well, but, not yeah, knife. Uh, more like blaster. Yeah. Actually, not blaster. More like grenade that they shove into your pocket. Uh, Actually, so less like grenade and more. Detonator. Yeah, thermal detonator. That works much better. Much better. Which is essentially grenade. <laughs> Bigger grenade. Mm. But um, well, yeah, it depends it, on the thermal detonator. It, the 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 writing for this was superb, mm. and I'm glad that they they didn't go full on, but knowing exactly they hinted what was enough. going on, they hinted anyone enough. Anyone who's anyone who's already a fan and and has read the books read or whatever the books and knows the old legend already saw exactly what was going on and was just sitting there like, yeah. this is not even because literally they wiped out Kamina. The yeah. only thing that Wait, wait, we, are we talking about the whole planet or just the facility? No, the planet. All of them are gone. There's only her. Well only her. Remember, this is a Star Wars universe where there's usually only one city per planet, which is where everybody lives. Um again, yeah. Actually that's like why, but eh, whatever. Because sci-fi uh, writers have no sense of scale. Yeah, but then again, they, they, there's they, not they, that many. There's not that many of them anyway. Mm. That's, they, that's kind of like in uh, Star Trek. Why is the Enterprise the only ship in the vicinity of something? God, they're because always, protagonists. They're always, <laughs> they're always right where the trouble is. I'm starting to think they caused the trouble just so they could do something. If you guys have not read Red Shirts by John Scalzi, <laughs> you need to. Have, have you read it, Road? No, I've heard about it. I, I really need to get it. A, a point, there's, a, there's a point in the book where one of the Red Shirts basically points out that their ship encounters weird shit way more than any other, than any other ship in the, in the galaxy and, or in the, in, the, than the, in the fleet, as well as a whole bunch of other things about how weird things are on the ship. But uh, at any rate, back to, back to the I, episode. Yeah, the, uh, this... These three episodes, especially the last two, mm. you talk about quality writing and foreshadowing. It's and, it's almost like impl- implications mm. implying what has happened and what hasn't happened. Yeah, they did a absolutely phenomenal job on this. It's it's kind of like it's like they're continuing what worked so great with the last season of Clone Wars. Yeah. Yes. In terms of the overall tone. Yeah. It's just sort of like these are the dark days. Things are gonna things Every, are gonna things are gonna get you, worse you, before they get better. Na- you are now in the in the process of transitioning from Republic, Republic to, to empire. empire. And it is a dark empire. Oh yeah. No relation to the action to the comic book no. Star Wars Dark Empire. No. No. Um, we don't want to go there yet. No, not yet, not yet. <laughs> but uh, I I'm but I'm happy and very intrigued to see well, what we're going we, to do. Yeah, we saw the destruction of Camino in the especially toward the end of the of the first part of the finale and across the second half of the of the finale. But we also need to talk about the batch and Crosshair cuz Crosshair is brought in is you know brings in Hunter and basically lays a trap for the rest of the batch cuz he knows that they're coming. But and then he gives the bombshell of well, well, no, no, no. It's just like you know, and Hunter's just like you brought us back here to kill us, and and Crosshair looks at him and just goes, "If I wanted you dead, you'd already be dead." 
And he's basically like, I'm offering you the choice. I'm offering you a, ch- a, a chance here. A choice a that choice. you did give me. Yeah. And I'm like... And we're all still basically just like, this is just his chip talking and, and the programming they put into it. Then he drops the bombshell. He had his chip removed a long time ago. He's just been an asshole this whole time. Well, it was after they took him away during the first episode of the of the series. Because when they took him away, he still had the chip in there. Like, Tarkin is the one who had his, had his programming turned all the way up. It was removed at some point after that. And if I had to guess, it was probably after he got his face half burned off. It's like, get this thing out of my head while you're fixing my head. I'm wondering if the head scientist had it removed, thinking it would help. That's but true. Nala say could have could have tried to remove I, it. I'm under the impression she may have removed it to try and get him back with the bad batch. To, so that Omega. so that to try to protect Omega, and instead, nope. No. And talking of Omega, we found out she's not a more recent clone at all. She was one of the first clones created. Yeah. Alongside Alpha. Right. You know, the, the, the original, again, when they were, when they brought in Django, Django's basic request is, I have a unmodified clone for myself. Don't, don't accelerate the, the aging or anything. Just leave them alone. Yeah. They paid, in, they paid up front. So the literal first clone is Boba Fett. The second clone was Omega. Was Omega. And um, they kept Omega for themselves just as an see, experiment. Just to see how she develops. And she was there when the batch was created. Right. She she shows them Nalase's secret lab. Right. And where the, the mutations batch, were and, engineered and enhanced. Yeah. And the batch were literally the 99th group that came out and I'm sitting there okay that explains a lot so the first 98 they set forth and okay everything's looking well, good no I don't these think were, I don't, I don't these think... were the commanders mm. the, the first 98 are the commander groups so Except Rex Rex and others were in those groups somewhere. Except, I don't think... No, they weren't called Clone Clone Force 99, or Clone Batch 99, whatever, uh, because they were the 99th batch created. They were named for the for that defective clone, number 99, from Clone Wars. There was there was that like defective clone who was like working as a janitor, or whatever. But I, I, I he, 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 di- I he died and... I thought and he, was the, he was the start of... Maybe he came out of the 99th batch, hence why that was part of his designation. But their task force was, was named for him because they are also, quote-unquote, defective. Right. M- mind you, Crosshair no longer thinks of himself... You know, none of the batch really think of themselves as defective, but Crosshair went full-on just sort of like... I'm worth it. We're, no, we're superior to them. We <laughs> join, join me, Hunter, and together we can help the Empire rule. <laughs> well, when you think about it, though, technically he actually is correct. They are a much 
more defined, able to perform their duties under any kind of extremes, um, will not run mm. from a battle. Uh, follow orders easily. Good soldiers follow orders. And will go through whatever it takes to complete said mission. Mm-hmm. Now, compare that to the stormtroopers. God, the stormtroopers. We gotta love them. <laughs> Do we? Do we gotta? <laughs> you have no choice. There's nothing <laughs> else for you to follow. I mean, remember the uh, the Clone Wars episode where the clones had to uh, work alongside this big-ass forearm Jedi who hated clones? Oh, God. Uh, what was his name? I rem- it was a multi-part episode. Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. And the Battle on Umbra or something like that? And yeah, it was Umbra. a fierce battle, too. Like, clones were just getting killed left and right. And he was just throwing them out. I'm like, keep going. Nah, keep going. We have reserves. And the rest of them were like, excuse me. Um, yeah, I, I know this is my duty, but Jesus. The, the thing that made a lot of people turn off turn turn against that Guys, this that he Barser. is that he explicitly referred to them all by their clone designation, not by the names that they preferred to use. Right. Whereas most other Jedi did they, did they make, a point of, Jedi, make a point of using the, the Jedi names. Jedi actually cared for their clone troopers and were legitimately you know, Cody and Rex and all that. Legitimately saddened when they lost them, or when lost they any or, of them, or yeah, and especially they that made the sting of the betrayal that much worse. Good lord. Yeah. I mean... But meanwhile, Crosshair is just sort of like, yeah, I don't have a chip in my head telling me to be an asshole. I am yeah, just an I asshole. Yeah, I am an asshole. And at that point, it's just sort of like... No, no, you could, no, no, no. I'm not asshole. I am Mr. Asshole. That's Commander Asshole to you. I am superior. Yeah. You will call me sir. <laughs> nah, I'm just going to call you asshole. Yeah. <laughs> but... uh it was like at that moment, it's like prior to that, it's like the Batch still held out some hope that they could get, if they got Crosshair, they could take the chip out and then it'd be okay. It'll be and it's okay. like at that moment when, you know, he basically said, no, I don't, ha- I had my chip removed a long time ago. You they can see all of them were just like, you motherfucker. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> they all immediately was, turned against him. That right? was the detachment out there and that pretty much signaled the end of, we're not going, we're not coming back for you, Crosshair. We're not coming back. For yeah, him. and cro- well, no, and Crosshair, he had t- he took out his elite squad. You know, Try, he, again, he he's trying to convince, convince the, the batch. Yes, we are superior. We can. We have a place in the the empire. In the empire, but he fails to understand. No, you really don't have a place in the. Yeah, empire. and that's the thing that Hunter and the rest of the batch understand that he do- that Crosshair doesn't. Right, because well, Crosshair hasn't is not privy to what War Mantle is or what's right. going he, on. He had he had no idea what War Mantle is, and again, when they were walking through, and Hunter notices this right off the bat because he knows what's going on with War Mantle. Meanwhile, or at least he has Crosshair, a very deep Crosshair's suspicion. Ex, uh, expression is, "Oh, they're around. They're doing their duty." And nope. when you when you when you think when you sit back there, you're like he doesn't. No, they're actually because four levels below you, dead. Yeah, it's like he's not questioning things because a good soldier doesn't question what he's told. Right. And, well, he, Omega... He's been, he's been made a commander of his own elite squad. He's like, you know what? Mm-hmm. 
the, the Empire is our thing. Yeah. And well, I'm like, they have gaslighted you so badly, you don't even know and you're on fire. By right this now. point, they're like in the training room that we've that we saw them in at the beginning of at the beginning of the series. And Omega trying to set up a distra- set up a distraction or she, to help out the help out the batch, thinking that the, they're still surrounded by the elite squad, the elite sends up the training droids. Overboard. Yeah, and so Crosshair ends up having to help the batch take down all the droids before but they I, all but die. Again, I, I, he he was doing what he was doing because he he was under the impression. Once you see what, once you understand, see things from my perspective, you'll understand. you'll understand and be. You'll accept it. But the truth is, no. The, they actually have more information on what's going on. Than they have no do. loyalty and to the you Empire. Don't, you don't want to accept what they're saying. Yeah. And it's like they and they stun him and they're like, We're still gonna take him out of here, maybe we can talk him back around sort of thing. I'm thinking to myself, that's a bad idea. This guy's basically sort of said that has basically made it clear he's loyal to the Empire. You bring him on your ship, you've basically got a snake in your midst. But before they can uh, get out, get off of uh, Camino, the order is finally given. That you may file when ready. <laughs> and yeah. oh, by yes. the way, speaking of which, you said something, something about Rampart. Yes. Yes. So you guys haven't figured out who he is yet. No. Go ahead. You have to go back to a new home. Which part? Is okay. he? Is he one of? The, is he one of the guys around the around the table? It's just I, wait. Is he the guy that Vader force choked? Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! That is freaking amazing. Vader lost his cool doing their staff meeting and, for, and choked a coworker. <laughs> that was him. Yep. Okay, that makes it that, was that like, makes it much like, more I was, hilarious. I'm waiting for somebody to figure this out, but and, and I was like, but because the character was never named in the yeah, he was never named, but that was him. <laughs> That's hilarious, um, but yeah, Rampart because, gives the order, and they. But yeah, um, if if you ever get a chance, go back to the movie and listen to the part. Listen to him talk, and you'll realize that's his voice. That's the actual guy. <laughs> uh, the original, the original actor. That's the original actor voicing his character as a young person. <laughs> that, was, that was something Dave Filoni went out of his way oh, to that actually is, add in and I was like yo Dave Filoni I love you man that is awesome <laughs> that's a cool ass easter egg um, but yeah in the end of part one of the finale uh, the city is basically sinking into the sea with the batch and Omega trapped inside and part two is basically them just trying to escape just from trying, ra- to escape. trying to escape from rapture while it's falling apart, more or less. And basically, still trying to give a sliver of hope, of hope for Crosshair, mm-hmm. but Crosshair is so dead set on Empire, that Empire, the Empire, Empire is is the way. Mm. I, honestly, at this point, I'm like, if he actually even saw what War Mantle really was. Or, so, or found out that, nope, all those clone troops are, are not are, dead. Are, yeah, because he does not believe that the tro- clone troopers are gone. He does not realize you are the only clone troopers walking around in the galaxy other than that's, Rex. That's, where, that's where, still flying the Imperial flag. Yeah. As a matter of fact, you are the only clone who wants to wear the Imperial colors. The ones who are still alive have ran for their lives. 
you are the black sheep of the family. Well, yeah, I mean, Rex is pretty much on his own at this point until... Gregor hooks back up with him. Yeah, because I think it's him and... Who did you, who was the Wolf. third clone? Wolf. Wolf from yeah. Rebels, until mm-hmm. those three hook up. Those three hook up. And you actually... Uh, and you know and what? I bet, season, is, I bet season two is going to bring have, Wolf, Wolf They actually have Wolf them in the... Um, uh, Return of the Jedi on Endor. Yeah, I know. They, yeah. they Rex, like, Rex at the very least was there. Yeah, they said all three. Be- were no, there. no, because in Rebels at the the last season of Rebels, they gave Rex the outfit that his character is essentially wearing. Yeah, on Endor. Yeah, and I'm like, that's uh, that is way way too cool. How you pull yeah. that off? Um, but yeah, they and it's a dangerous little trip for uh, everyone trying to make it out through a sunken building through and then through a a glass tube underwater that's being attacked by the Loch Ness monster more or less yeah and because remember what Qui-Gon said there's always a bigger fish always a bigger fish and, and surely enough there was big fish they managed to make it out of there sauce. crosshair you know she saves crosshair's life when they're both trapped in a flooding compartment and for such treatment he actually saves her well saves the droid which in the process saves, saves her. her and still I, there's I, a lot of saving in this yes I, I still call it as he saves her yeah the well, droid was just the byproduct of making sure that she got saved and it's like when they when the rest of the when they all make it to the marauder you know the rest of the batches getting ready to leave on the ship and omega meanwhile is just looking at the smoldering wreckage of, of home of her home this is the only place she has known for all her life apart from the marauder from yeah. all the marauder and yeah it stinks and crosshair is just standing apart from the rest of the group because it's crosshair, crosshair none of crosshair. the rest of the group wants to wants anything to I do i feel with like it. there's going to there, this was say like heavy foreshadowing for a future episode probably i still say asshole mm mm-hmm. And I hear the chanting of asshole. Asshole. So, asshole. And of asshole. course, the rest of the team has treated him as such. Of course. There, there, there was a great moment when uh, when Crosshair was basically trying to talk, you know, was talking down at Wrecker and Wrecker's getting angry about it. Tech calms down Wrecker. And when... And then uh, Crosshair looks at Tech and it's just like, I'm surprised you're defending me. It's just And Tech turns around and is like, I'm not defending you. Right. I, I'm just, just because I just because I, I understand. I'm stating the quite obvious. I just because that I mean I was defending you. As as he puts it, it's like just because I understand you doesn't mean I agree with you. Right. And I'm I like, mean, that's my boy. I tech, I, I, I tech, can relate to tech there. Tech just calls it as it technically is. Yep. But when they're all basically left, you know, they're they're getting they're getting ready to leave, Omega turns to Crosshair and thanks him for helping save uh, AZ-9, the, the droid. And, and his he, words are, consider us even. Yeah, he's just sort of like, he is presenting it like it's a professional thing. Because that's more or less what he, he even said it to, to Hunter, it's just like, none of this was personal. You know, kind of thing. And it's like, motherfucker, that just makes it worse. Because <laughs> these are your brothers. <laughs> Yeah, and it's and that one kid. Yep, and so they leave him there on the on the one on that one like platform, the one, yeah, the one the, thing left standing on Camino. Literally, that's also from the canon as well. Most people just believe Camino is an inhospitable water world, when in 
truth, it used to actually be the home of the comedians, but they don't exist anymore. Nope. They're gone. They are gone. The only thing that is shown to actually even exist of their city is a solitary platform. And that was the platform that they actually landed and left on. And yep. I was sitting there like, oh, no. oh my god. As soon as I saw the platform, <laughs> I was like, fuck. Are you serious? But the final scene of the of the episode was an Imperial shuttle landing at a top secret facility somewhere where Nala is basically introduced to an Imperial scientist who's like, I can't wait to get started. Yeah, and the only thing I can think of, alright, who are you? Who's who's the clone? Oh wait, don't even ask. I know who the clones are. Snoke. Well, the Emperor. Yeah, basically. His clothes. Snoke was one of the Emperor's bad clothes. I'm under the impression he might have been one of the failed clothes. Because they per the they they the Tremians purposely create a failed clone to know where the problem is. Or they are. they basically make a clone with no modifications and be like, okay, here See, are the flaws that we need yeah, to correct. Yeah, here's the flaws that we need to correct and they keep going until they finally get perfection. And then they charge you out the nose for making it. Hey, or at hey. least that's what they used to do. Now it's just Nalase is just like, you're going to do this or we're just going to kill you. Yeah. It sucks to be good at what you're doing. Mm-hmm. The curse of competence. Although in her case, because she's the last one left, it's le- they're not going to kill her. But you'd be amazed what you can live through. Yeah, that damn black orb droid of theirs that does all the torturing. Yeah. He's but everywhere. Yeah, so this is you know, it was a it was a good it was a dark ending to the series. You know, again, that's sort of like we are entering into the dark days of right. the galaxy with the with the rise of the empire. Um and, and it was it was actually noted that yes, the beginning of the empire was extremely dark, brutal days. They were spending the vast majority of the time Consolidating power on different worlds. And establishing new forms of control, like the chain codes. Chain codes. Um, also, you are still... They were still hunting down Jedi. Mm-hmm. And, yes, there was, a, there was a lot of Jedi who did not have troops. Mm-hmm. They were not around troops. Who got away free, and, and there are and there were others that were you know able to escape from getting escape killed, from their like Obi Wan did. Yeah, and that's when and Kanan. Yeah, and that's when the really big push for bounty hunters started to come from, and this is what made the again Jabba the Hutt the big man he was because. He literally invested in nothing but bounty hunters. And the other the other huts were like, no, no, we got gambling, we got Yeah, but Jabba but Jabba ran the bounty ran hunters. the bounty hunters and because he did that, he became the big cheese because the Empire needed quality killers to go after 
And she was like, we're not going to commit our own resources to this. But right, because our resource, we know our resources cannot take down these Jedi. But you seem to have a unique niche of crew. The only way that we could take, take it down the Jedi without uh, sending in tons of troops is orbital bombardment. <laughs> yeah. And the, we they're have, like, we're we don't, we would rather money. not, we would rather not, not cause that kind that of collateral money. damage. We're not trying to waste that much money. Here, we'll spend. Then the, again, a sufficiently powerful force user can rip a Star Destroyer out of orbit. <laughs> I was thinking of that like not too long ago because I was like I don't know why like that's like one I, of my I, favorite I, moments in the game. No, like, no, because like I I walk to work and I I think of random crap on the way. I, I know the feeling. I I do the same thing when I'm like driving mm-hmm. long distance. Mm-hmm. I I just get all kinds of random stuff going in, and one of one of the things that always comes back is, wait a minute, you could have had a Jedi. On the level of Star Killer, just go up there and send him in to go get Palpatine. Where was those guys? Because believe it or not, not just Star Killer, but during that time, there was at least eight Jedi who were actually feared among the Jedi because their power was just too freaking good. Three yes, but. No, he said Jedi, not Force Force users. I'm, Reven was a Jedi before he became a Sith. Okay, but, but the Jedi still consider him no, no, a Jedi. Re- Revan, Revan is way before. Yeah, that was old. Revan old is Republic. old Republic. He's talking like current, in this time period. Time oh, but um, of the Bash believe it or not, everything. you're you're not too far off because one of the descendants of Revan is the lady in, the the lady in white. No, the lady in gray. Gray or white. Gray or white. But uh, the lady, the, la- the lady in gray, is actually the the true strongest light user. Hmm. She was stronger than anybody on the council. Huh. Yeah, but but, mm, but Jedi they try don't, not to they, kill. No, no, they don't like going to her because her answers are pretty much just straightforward. Okay, you have this problem. You know, the easiest answer is, you know, just get rid of him. And they're like, but that's not the moral way. No, no. It's the smart way. Well, then you come to, then it becomes a debate about, about the morals. Is it moral to kill one, like one extremely dangerous and evil man to save Billions, trillions of good people. Which is literally what it always boiled down to with her. And it's like, if you don't take him out, you are endangering countless other people. And of course... What this if, is one what, of those what, debates what that if, what if her, know, lots of people like to come around to. One of her favorite students, even though it wasn't one of her direct students, but one of her favorite students, of course, was Mace Windu, who... Pretty much was more along her line. It was just sort of like, this this is evil. I will listen, but when it comes time to do it, I'm going to do the exact straight way that needs to be done. The rule is that evil dies. Right. Um, So there is her. And then, of course, the only light Jedi of that time who actually just said, you know what? There is a 
actual great Jedi of this generation and would only be the only one. And they actually threw him out of the council. Qui-Gon. Bingo. Qui-Gon mm-hmm. was great Jedi. And he was tossed out. Yeah. Because on his row. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, Qui-Gon had literally figured out that you don't attain the true balance until you realize you can't have light without, without the darkness. And Isn't that what the greys stand for? Yeah. They, they they embrace both sides of power. Believe it or not, Yoda actually was right there at Grey. Hence why he was able to learn the only great Jedi eventually begin to get the power of living on through the Force. Living on through the Force. Through balance. Yeah, they they find the true balance. And Vader, Qui Gon, Vader, uh, of course, got it because he was he started off light, went, went to the dark, dark and then came and back. Finally, came back into a balance. And he died in balance. Finally, hence why he was able to come back. Same with Qui Gon was always in balance. And then he taught Yoda, who taught Obi-Wan. No, actually Obi-Wan went to learn from Qui-Gon. Well, but Yoda told him where to go yeah. after he had been taught. Um, there was and then obviously of... Obi-Wan slash Yoda, and Yoda, through their Force Ghost things, taught Luke. Right. And Luke was under the assumption that he was full light side, but... Luke was a little bit more into the gray. Well, yeah, but, but he had no reason to suspect anything other than he, he, what he was taught was the yeah, light. He, he didn't know otherwise. Um, Asaka, Asaka naturally Ahsoka is gray. Is, she's, yep. she's a natural gray. Mm-hmm. And um, believe it or not, the one of the ways that you know that you're gray you can actually use dark side powers. Yep. And so Ahsoka could use force lightning if she wants. Yeah, she could actually use force lightning if she actually tries. And, we, and we've seen but Luke. But you have to learn how to use it. And we've it's, seen Luke use the force choke maneuver yeah, on, the, the, on those Force couple. lightning is something you have to be taught. You don't have, naturally have it. Wait, what did Luke use it on? On the guards in Jabba's palace. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Because he briefly used it just to get them to back away from him. Yep. Yeah. And we've seen that he has force. He can still crush things with the force when he crushed that dark trooper like a beer can. <laughs> At the end, of I mean that was a droid though. That was he was just like oh I it was a it was a droid that crush. was that force, that is immune to blasters. Crush. Force crush is literally darkest you can get. That's yeah. the actual dark power. And plus, this these are droids that have been shown to be resistant to blaster fire, to missiles, to fire. Only thing that managed that works on them is lightsabers and Beskar. Like one of the things, and he crushed it like a beer can. Because, uh, because um, see, the 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 light side of force crush is force push. You just push them away. Because one of the things that I remember hearing, the supposedly the reason why General Grievous had his breathing problems was because Obi Wan used force crush on him. Yeah, he did. Yeah, in the uh, in the Clone Wars minis. The the other anim- the shorter animations yeah. that preceded yeah uh, that's yeah where, in, that's the, where in the final in the final episode yeah, of it the, that's during, where his force 
That's where his labored breathing came from. Yeah, it was literally Grievous attack and his forces attacking Coruscant to abduct Palpatine. Yeah, and Mace and Windu my- is trying to is is fighting off the droids. Sees Grievous and just pff, crushes like the the. Because all it is the is core. a sack holding his organs. That's all that's left is the organs, his eyes, and brain. Yeah, because I remember uh, in Episode Three. That's what Obi-Wan shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with a, was the organ sack. So uncivilized. <laughs> but, yeah, um, that force crush is basically, he could no longer, he could, Grievous actually could go from body to body. They would just yeah. take his, his We saw that in an episode of Clone Wars. Into a dude's leg. And that's literally where they got the idea for uh, Vader. Vader. But what had happened is, because it was crushed, they couldn't get it open anymore. Well, there also wasn't a whole lot of time between when it got crushed and when he got taken down by Obi-Wan. Right. Because he he uh, faced the Jedi above Coruscant and then escaped. And then basically went to what the planet that he was on. He didn't have a chance to go back to his hideout, to, to his lair, to basically... Switch out the parts. No, basically, what... He didn't what they, have time. <laughs> but what they said is that he was going to try and do it on his... He had, he had the spare body on his ship. Oh, okay. And he was, try, he was trying to do it, but they couldn't get the casing open, so he was stuck. <laughs> but still, yeah. I like... I love, Re- I, I love Re- the new Star Wars. Revis stuff. is actually way more dangerous than they let on about. Oh, yeah. If you watch him in the, in the Clone Wars minis stuff... He was... He was... Nightmare. Oh yeah, the first the, the, the first appearance of him. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, no. <laughs> and then, 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 uh, like there were stories going around about him already. This this guy is going around collecting lightsabers, dead, le, dead le, Jedi's lightsabers, and using it on others. And everyone was like, <laughs> it's like when he pulled out the two lightsabers. I'm like, okay, that's pretty. That's pretty badass. And, and then, then like, suddenly, like, and, and then two, yeah, his and arms suddenly split. And more, I'm, like, I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> We're, we're in a game that we just can't play now. Yep. Um, but Bad Match, good, Bad good Batch. first season. Cannot wait to see where season Bad two Batch is going to go. So, so the Bad Batch characters, in terms of the Batch themselves, these are are these original characters? Yes. For the series, or were they in any of the? Old- they were introduced in. Uh, well, back in season seven of Clone Wars, yeah, that but was I'm the talking- first appearance. But no, they don't have any other appearances. There's in the no more appearances before. Um, they had not appeared in the, the canon special, before this. The, the first special clone, of course, was Rex. That they that they attached to the Return of the Jedi. Then they got Wolf and Gregor. Gregor to add to it. So those three would be explained in Return of the Jedi. The Bad Batch were always hinted at what would happen if there were some messed up clothes, and they were like, "You know what? That's kind of a good idea. Let's let's try let's try let's, to let's, something." Uh, that yeah, way. and they made and that's the, where Bad Batch design came from, and then they just decided, "All right, we need to fine tune this." Well, it's like the Kaminoans like to make clones just exactly like the original. What happens if they tweak the settings a bit? Boom. And there you plus, go. Plus, they they wanted to explain how Boba Fett came out as like just like flawless as he is. Because believe it or not, Boba Fett and Omega are flawless. They can learn anything and excel. Yeah, we've seen that with with 
uh, Omega before. So like, she's she picks up anything and literally like is her her taking that first shot at Crosshair and, and you know sn- uh, scope sniping him. Yeah, and uh, quick scope them at it, that. It, it reminded him of uh, in a Firefly. River Tam. Yeah. She, she, no power in the verse can stop me. Yeah, she, she, is, she is the River Tam of, of Star Well, and now. we've seen other things. Like, it took, takes her some time to figure out how to use the, use the bow. But it's like, the first, she, see, she sees Sid do it. And then the next time she has to, use, she has to do it, she, get, she gets a dead shot. And then it's later that same episode, she finally starts... Yeah. And we saw it briefly in War Mantle. When she sees Hunter twirling his knife around, she, and she's she she, she looks at the pool, the little like screwdriver she had, and she starts she's not doing it immediately, but she's like she's figuring it out it up already, and it's like yeah, that's that's Boba. It reminds me of uh, there was a character in Heroes, a girl who basically anything she saw, she could replicate. Yeah, ta- basically it's Taskmaster. Well, Taskmaster in the Star Wars. Like, but the character in, in Heroes, like she, early in the episode where they introduce her, she's uh, she sees like a cooking show where where the where the presenter cuts a tomato to make like a rose, and later one when, when she's at her job at some fast food place, she's just chatting with one of her coworkers and without even thinking or even looking at it, she has cut a tomato into a rose. And she like looks at the TV and sees like WWE SmackDown, sees Rey Mysterio do the six one nine, and then she stops like a uh, like a, a robber by literally doing the six one nine to him. <laughs> and then she's like helped out. I think it was by uh, by Noah Bennett. He gives her like an iPod loaded with like martial arts stuff and all sorts of other like things that she could pick up that are just physical based, not really right. like power based. You know. It's, I think Omega has some element of that to her. You know, it's just like it. She may not get it first go, but she she learns very quickly. So, but that I think is going to conclude the Mando cast until December when Book of Boba Fett rolls around. So can't wait. Oh, I want to know exactly. Boba Fett has taken over Jabba's syndicate. No, No, he's, he's got the bounty hunter. Well, except the bounty hunters are sort of run by, uh, what's... Well, they're, they're different groups, but he has both, he has Jabba's now. Yeah, but Jabba has been dead for a while, and it's, you know, the Bounty Hunters Guild, I think, is basically broke away during that. There's no indication that Bib Fortuna, fat-ass that he became, was really had the same level of influence and power that Boba did. I'm, I'm wondering, I'm wondering exactly how it is. Because, again, if if Bit Fortuna still holds like the best of the hunters, when he that, clearly doesn't, because he doesn't have Mando. No. <laughs> Mando was just like on a different level. Yeah, and plus he was sticking around his. Um, Mando was sticking around with the Mandalorians with who the were, covert on who the were making sure no one Navarro. Right. So. Yeah, that's the main reason he he was he stuck around there. Yeah, and I so, want to find out what happens to the rest of the covert. I some of them, did. some of them, yeah, probably died. But you know, some of them probably you know, you know that some of them made it out. And the armor, I want to know what's going on. What happened to her? Um, 
So, I actually got a response from Emily Swallow on Facebook about that. Oh. And I asked her, I said, is the armorer coming back? She says, I honestly have no idea. She could be under an NDA for all we know. Probably. Because this is, because Mandalorian is like the thing next to Marvel that, you know, like any Star Wars project is, like with Marvel, Disney is like, you talk about this, you're gone. Um, yeah, so and all you know, and you talk about this, or you complain about your pay, you're gone. <laughs> <laughs> you sue us, you're gone. <laughs> if you have if you have unregistered license plate, you are gone. <laughs> you do not cross the house of mouse. <laughs> you are gone. I'm pacing back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, just so I, I, all the new Star Wars properties I, coming I, coming I, down the pipeline. I'm so the, excited for the ones I'm. Dead centered on. I must have Obi Wan, mm-hmm. Ahsoka, Ahsoka, yep, and Book of Boba. Uh, what was the uh, Rangers of the New Republic? No, not that one. The Acolyte. That one. I'm intrigued. I was like, it was the one about Palpatine. What was it? You know, or that's rumored to be about Palpatine, <laughs> right? The Acolyte. Yeah. How, how he how he got all his uh, how he rose to power, rose to power, and basically betrayed his his Sith Lord Master. And well, Darth who, whoever takes on the role is going to have to meet it with Ian McDiarmid on how to properly talk like him. Well, it depends on where in the timeline it is. It could be Palpatine before he was Palpatine before he really developed well, into the well. Apparently, from what the, from the way he's described it, he got his power. He he killed his master mm-hmm. when he was young, and he just kept growing in power over time. But he killed the his apparent master like when he was in his teenage years. Mm. I'm like intrigued to figure out how, exactly how that went down. Oh yeah. Um, because because apparently there's two sides of the story that generally gets thrown around in the in the internet. Number one, he was naturally gifted and managed to face down his master. Mm. Of course, then there's the rest of us who are like, he waited until that man was had his back turned and was asleep and killed him in his sleep. Mm-hmm. Because that's the kind of person that Palpatine that's is. That's how Palpatine. Palpatine is not going to face Palpatine somebody at full will power. Not face you on full power unless he, he will, unless he has several advantages at his disposal. Right, he is going to backstab and backstab and backstab. He's like, not going to face you full on front. And if he is going to face you full on front, you are fucked. Just ask the Jedi that tried to arrest him. Except for, yeah, he had the drop on base. Who I'm still like amazed that. It is well, but that's but that's because it's Mace fucking Windu. Yeah, it, 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 I just love the fact that yes, we're going to go ahead and say it. Mace survived its canon, and I'm like, <laughs> I could buy it because simply because it's simply because it's Mace. But at the same time, I'm like, so are you guys actually going along with this web series of Vader where he has to go back to Naboo and? He has to hunt down Mace Windu in the tunnels, and it's just not going Why very well. Why would Mace be on Naboo? He w- he was on Coruscant. No, he he, he escapes he, and goes he to escapes Naboo. Escapes to go to Naboo, and I have to admit, the so far they've only filmed two portions of it. Yeah, and apparently Disney got a hold of 
got hold and went and they saw it and they were like, "Come finish this story. Come come work for us." <laughs> no, they they told them finish this story. I am surprised. We we we, we wanted to see exactly how you finished it. And I'm unless it, unless it was Filoni and Favreau who saw it and were like, "We're gonna keep this on the down low. Finish the story." <laughs> I'm pretty sure. F- Filoni is notorious. He 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 sits on the web and just goes along with everything that everybody else does. So he, I'm pretty sure I know he's seen it. Oh, I and know. the thing about it is, it's extremely well done. It's early. It's early. Um, Vader trying getting used to the fact that he's, he's now Vader. That he's a and, triple amputee and literally. Palpatine is fucking with him like if you were really strong like you were when you were Anakin you would attack me from behind what's wrong are you a little pussy now yeah are you are, are you weak all that emotional abuse that what, kept what him alive I mean he's literally just fucking with him hardcore to see yeah. if he'll if just coming straight he's like and don't don't please don't weak. hit me again. <laughs> and that is why you're weak. Well, I'm gonna. I got something to strengthen you up. Want you to go back to Naboo. Somebody there that I want you to hunt down. This will put some some fire in your bones. Anakin's, and Anakin's like, am I gonna get to go kill Jar Jar? <laughs> <laughs> he gets there, and they're like, yeah, he's down there. The the troop the troops are like you can tell the troops like nah we are not going down those tunnels he's been fucking us up left and right come find out you got anybody you any see, of our troops that go into that tunnel dies and it's like oh fuck Mace is down there <laughs> <laughs> yep yeah, but like, yeah yeah so everyone's been waiting for part three part three supposedly coming out uh, I gotta scope this out then uh, later actually. Part three should be next month. Cool. September 2021? Yeah. Cool. Um, But, yeah, we're starting to come up on the hour and a half mark here, so we should probably go ahead and wrap this up. Almost went into a ramble mode, but... We we are... Anytime you you show up, it tends to go a bit longer. I'm sorry. That's that's fine. I I have zero problems. You gotta understand... I am sci-fi. You are a fanatic. nerd. You are a nerd. See, 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 see. We need, we need to do a, uh, a need... Battlestar Galactica cast. Don't do that. <laughs> I will take that shit over. You guys will not have a word in that. That will be. We you. barely get a word in Edgewise right now as it is. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting there like, look, I'm going to take you back to the day one of how this started. This is how it goes. Classic or or re- or remake. Both. Both. <laughs> okay. Both. You can, there is nothing about either one of those that I can't just go into fucking... Because... I had the... I actually... Because did you... I found the comic book. I actually have... Did you, did, you know, did you know that George Lucas actually thought they were ripping him off with Battlestar Galactic because of, like, the similarities between Battlestar and Star Wars? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, so he actually sued them. Yeah. And once they went... Once they went to court and... The, the judge actually had to went there and he literally went through both of them and he was like there's not enough to hold up in court for this uh, lawsuit to go through so there there was no judgment on it 
It's just like judges, like you take this to court, you're, pr- it's not going to necessarily go very well for you. Yeah, then they're not going to find in your in your favor for it because, truth be told, there's similarities, but that's where it ends. Yeah, it's just you got two different, two different stories. And furthermore, it's just like George Lucas trying to claim that that something. Somebody else has made is too similar to what he has made. It's just like motherfucker. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm sure I, the makers of Dam Busters would like to have a word with you. God, no, God let's, let's not even go there with that one. But I mean, it's just at, I, at, am, I, am I wrong? At the, at the time, you got to remember, literally, when Star Wars came out, you had Star Wars, you had Dam Busters, and you had Battlestar Galactica. Literally in a three-month period that no one knew about either one of the other three at the same time until they suddenly appeared on the scope, and it's like, you were doing this? You were doing this? It's like the raid in Dragon. I was just thinking that. <laughs> was like, oh, you were doing Because they were both being made about the same time. Dread got delayed longer because of all the special effects. And then people were like, you just made the raid, but you stuck dread in it. But it's still cool. It's all it's all right. But it's like, no, they were both being made at the, at the same, same time. time. It's just one came out before the other. One had one had a faster production period than the because other. Because they one. didn't have to do all the CG effects. Right. There was no CG for And not as not nearly as much slow mo effect. God. I mean the slow mo effect the was slow-mo awesome. Effect was Beautiful. Gavin Free did a fantastic oh job on all that. Oh God! <laughs> well, I, I can't go into dread. No, I will not go into dread because that was just a love affair with the comic book that they showed on the screen. Uh, well, I know that George Lucas, because this is something that I had heard about, and I did bring this up within, in a past video uh, recording that we did, uh, was that George originally what he wanted to do was he wanted to do Flash Gordon because he loved the old Flash Gordon. Cereals. Uh, cereals back from like back in like the I think the forties or fifties, mm. the old black and white ones. Because uh, if you look at the way those started in terms of like it had the text crawl like what Star Wars had, yeah. And apparently, like supposedly George couldn't get the rights to do Flash Gordon, so he just Flash Gordon was not willing to give up the rights to anybody for it at that time. Yeah, and it's kind of a good thing. But also a sad thing because most of the consensus is George Lucas would have done a phenomenal Flash Gordon, but thanks to the fact that he couldn't get it, we got Star Wars. And the rest, as they say, is it's history. history. Uh, but but yeah. uh, they are, believe it or not, they actually are doing Flash Gordon. And there you go. They are going by old Flash Gordon canon. Uh, it's they need got to get all the characters that you remember from the movie, but they're definitely not camping it. Is Brian Blessed gonna be in it? God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> is Brian May doing the soundtrack? Oh God! Gordon's alive. <laughs> Die! <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think we're we need to go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, but, yeah, we might be here all night. Uh, yeah, we going. could be here all night just talking about this, and I'm sure Zeke would like to actually be able to get to bed. <laughs> he's he's yeah, he's half awake as it is. Um, well, I'm probably for the important part, like signing off for the night. Yeah, <laughs> but this the, that's going to go ahead and wrap up uh, the Mando cast until uh, until December. 
Uh, Book of Boba Fett is what we're all looking forward to, and all the other new Star Wars projects coming down the line. Uh, expect to hear more of Road in the future. Uh, Especially when Book of Boba Fett comes out. Yes, I'm sure I'll he's going to be here. Yeah. Um, and you'll be jo- joining us on other Benchcast projects uh, very, very, very shortly. Yeah. Uh, stay tuned for that. But that is going to wrap up this edition of the Mando Cast. So for Zeke and Chris and Road, I am Jay. And Goodbye, Luis. America. And we will see you back on the Mando Cast come December. I'm going to bed! Thanks for listening to Aboard to Death Mando Cast. Be sure to check out all the Star Wars content on Disney Plus and give us a like and subscribe. This is the way.